ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. It is time for the most exhilarating two-wheel racing action sports series in the world. The 2023 AMA Monster Energy Supercross Series starts this weekend, January 7th in Anaheim, California. Who is going to get the first race win in the series? Will it be last year's winner of Ken Roxon? Will it be the winner of the previous three opening rounds, Justin Barsha? Will it be the 2021 series champion of Cooper Webb? Or will it be two of the fastest riders from last season, Jason Anderson or Chase Sexton? Or will it be the reigning, defending, undisputed champion of Eli Tomac? All these questions will be answered this weekend. In this episode of the 406MX podcast, we're going to go through a viewer's guide for the series and what's going to happen from new teams, what the series is going to look like, and go a little bit into the factory teams uh, for the 250 class to give you uh, the best viewing pleasure so you know how to how to view it and stuff like that so let's get right into it into some of the new teams the new riders on teams hep twisted t progressive suzuki there is two teams there one's on the progressive suzuki side with the ken roxon and on the twisted t side uh we have uh colton uh, sorry we have uh, kyle chisholm and shane mcelrath the reason why those two are split is because well, Ken Roxon, he is a Red Bull rider and was able to make that team work that way, but also that it's also a 250 team. and the, You can't be sponsored by an alcoholic beverage if you are under the age. So let's go straight into the Ken Roxon, how he changed teams from the factory HRC Honda team to the Hep Suzuki team. He rode everything this offseason, everything from electric to the Kawasaki to a Blue Crew Yamaha a fact uh, from the factory Honda to the privateer Honda bike, but he ended up choosing the old Kickstarter Suzuki. He had a lot of fun this off season. I really think that's going to help him going into this season. Kyle Chisholm went from the privateer team to a factory Suzuki. So that will help him do even better. Shane McElrath finally found a home. He's been bouncing from rides from factories, Husky to Yamaha he did to a Kawasaki. He just was able to find a home for the entire season this year, which I think that would be fantastic for him so he can stay on a consistent bike and doesn't have to relearn everything every few weeks. We got some rookies this year coming up, some big-name rookies, past champions. We have Colt Nichols, went from being, on the, being hurt on the 250-star team to the factory Honda. He took Ken Roxon's ride. He's been doing a lot of testing which is uh, going to help him and Chase Sexton make that bike even better. Another rookie-ish, we can say ish on this one, Christian Craig, Rockstar Husky from Star Racing 250 team. Let's see how Christian will do this season. He's usually the one of the best riders in the whoops, but this is arguably the worst bike in the whoops in the paddock this year. And uh, we'll see if, if Christian can make that bike work well, and I'm sure he will. Good old fan favorite Dean Wilson went from factory Husky is now on a privateer 
Firepower Honda. This is the bike that Ken Roxon rode in the offseason and in the World Supercross Series. So let's uh, see what Dean Wilson can do working with uh, Davey Millsaps as his trainer. Another rookie, Justin Cooper, is making his rookie debut uh, the season on the Star Yamaha 450. He's been on the Star 250 team since he came into the pro ranks. They found room for him for the 450 class in Supercross for select rounds, and he will ride the whole 450 outdoors. But in Supercross, no, he is actually, sorry, excuse me, he's riding the 250 class in the outdoors, but he's riding a 450 indoors because he is no longer eligible to race in the 250 class. Familiar name, Justin Hill. He was supposed to ride a Kawasaki last year, but due to injury, he uh, never showed up to a Supercross race or Motocross race on that bike. Uh, but this year, he is riding for the Team Tedder Racing KTM. So that's mostly some of the changes uh, that you're going to see for riders on different bikes for the most part. You know, there will be different privateers that switched from different bike color back bike manufacturers to different ones to get better support and so on and so forth. But for the big names, those are your, uh, those are the ones that have changed the most. So I'm going to do a quick rundown of the 250 West Coast factory riders. They, uh, this is going to be the most packed coast. The East Coast is going to be, we'll go through that at a later date. But this West Coast is going to be the tougher of the coast. There is a lot of racers, a lot of race wins already in this class. Uh, there's, it's, it's going to be really fun to watch, but the, f the favorite to win this championship is none other than Jet Lawrence. Jet Lawrence is arguably the, one of the fastest racers in the world. Um, we're just waiting for him to jump up to a 450 next year, but he is going to try to to, to get a number one plate on this coast. He did get the one, number one plate, the championship on the East Coast last year, but I think arguably his biggest competitor this year is going to be Austin Forkner on the Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki team. The only problem with Austin, very injury prone. Those collarbones, I think, are made of uh, of paper. It's not, it's or glass or however you want to put that. But it's hopefully he can stay healthy because when he's healthy, it's amazing what that guy can do on a bike and get some race wins. But another one on his team that's going to compete for this championship is Wildman Cameron McAdoo. He's won races, but very inconsistent, uh, whether it's he just has bad races or just crazy crashes. If he can turn that around, he'll definitely be in the top three in the points, if not challenging Jet or Austin for the championship. The star racing Yamaha riders for this coast is Levi Kitchen from the Pacific Northwest. Has shown a ton of speed indoors and out, but really hasn't figured out the consistency of a Supercross series that it needs to be competitive. I think I don't think he'll be in fight for a championship, but I think he'll be in talk for race wins and a lot of podiums. Uh, there's another this there's this rider changed uh, from the factory Husky team to the Star Racing Yamaha of Styles Robertson. He's probably one of the most looked at riders coming in from the amateur scene since probably Adam Cincerello or Chase Sexton, but he. He has shown a lot of speed, but just really hasn't been able to get stay healthy or get his feet wet. He just he's got his feet wet. He just really hasn't been able to do a whole lot yet. High hopes for Styles, a very young kid, but look, but very nice kid. Now going to the factory Rockstar Husky team 
veteran RJ Hampshire. Always fun to watch. Very fast, but the front wheel sometimes just doesn't hold up. He always it seems like he's always finding himself on the ground in corners or just something crazy. He's he's always on the red line all the time. He is he's gonna win or he's gonna die trying. Troy Lee designs Red Bull Gas Gas Factory team. We have Pierce Brown. He ended up third in the 250 East Coast series last year, but kind of went unnoticed. Uh, that coast was a pretty easy last year. A lot of injuries, lots of people taking crashes and stuff like that. But third place, he still earned it. Uh, he was on the track, so you can't take that away from him. Hopefully he can get – I think he really needs to show something this year. He did lead a lot of, a, of, a, of Arlington last year, but he did ended up uh, – getting tired and getting past. So it's if he can get his, hopefully we can see him running up top because if we have all these riders uh, healthy and being able to run with Red Jet, this is going to be a great series. But another young rider riding for the Red Bull KTM factory team, Maximus Boland. Well, how about that name? Maximus. They knew that kid was going to be, was going to be good at something because you don't end up uh, with a name Maximus and not, be good at good at sports but he's a highly touted amateur rider that has struggled the past two years he's hurt his hip and stuff but he was very very young i mean barely legal to even ride in the pro class they with he was he came up into the amateur out of the amateur ranks early his dad uh talon boland uh they made sure to have that contract go out a little bit longer because of that so he could mature and so he didn't have to go two years and then uh uh-oh where do I go now so this is his third year his last year on this contract but uh, I think this is a really mature he knows how to if he can keep it on two wheels and practice and keep healthy just get his feet wet I don't know if he'll win any races but I think he will be battling for a podium position which and that is no that's no slouch so those are the the 250 big name 250 riders you'll see a lot from the club mx yamaha you'll have nickel phil nicoletti and enzo lopes you have the bar x suzuki team there's a lot there's a lot of privateer teams out there that will be in this in the top 10 uh so you'll see a lot of different out there but these are just the factory riders that i think are going to be battling for the podium or race wins so Another thing, one other thing that this is changing this year uh, is th- is how you're going to be able to watch Supercross. Supercross, Motocross, they're both going to be on Peacock, which is fantastic. We've been switching back and forth through the outdoor season uh, on, on a Mav or another app. Everything's going to be on the Peacock app for M- NBC, which is going to be good. I've been watching on the Peacock app for like on Supercross, I believe four years now, so ever since it started, and it's fantastic. It works great. Only there's some things they can work on. If you really can't pause it, you can't uh, rewind until after it posts, and it, sometimes it takes quite a few hours after the race is done to post. So you know there's issues there, but at the same time, it's way better. And now we're going to have all the races streamed on there. So all the races are going to be on CNBC next day air for all rounds with some rounds being live on usa network or nbc so 
with that being said, most of these races are going to be either streamed live on Peacock with, with being live on a different network. But the being on live on the network is very, f- there's only one, two, three, four, uh, four races that will be live on a, on a network. The rest of them are going to be on Peacock. But like I said, CNBC next day air all uh, for all rounds. So I'm going to go down the schedule here for you to give you a quick rundown. I will tell you which networks, if when the networks are there. So round one, uh, Anaheim, California, and that this weekend will be aired on USA Network. Round two is Oakland, California, followed by San Diego, and then we go to Anaheim two, and then we go to Houston, Texas, Tampa, Florida, Arlington, Texas. And then we're at the halfway mark, Daytona Beach, Florida, which is honestly one of my favorite races to watch because it always seems to have some crazy stuff going on, whether it be weather or some rider that just has struggled and is making uh, great progress. Then they go from Daytona to Detroit. And then after Detroit, they go to Seattle, Washington. And then my favorite round of the year, I'm kind of biased because I'm going to this round, Glendale, Arizona is after Seattle. After Glendale, they're going to Atlanta, Georgia, and that one will be aired on NBC with the next day air on CNBC, but it will be live Saturday night for Atlanta, Georgia. And then after Atlanta, they're going to East Rutherford, New Jersey. After East Rutherford, they're heading to Nashville, Tennessee, and Nashville, Tennessee will be aired also on NBC. After Nashville, they're headed to Denver, Colorado. After Denver, they're going to the finals, Salt Lake City, Utah, and the finals will be aired on the USA Network live. So this is, I'm really, really excited for this year's Supercross season, uh, but I really want uh, to tell everybody that I'm going to try to follow on, at least uh, try to do a recap of every race, if not every other race, and kind of combine the two together. I really hope you enjoyed this. Kind of a kind of a little bit of a viewer's guide to help with the viewing pleasure of understanding what's kind of going on uh, with different riders switching colors. We had a few like, a, like we went through earlier. We've had the, quite a bit of change this year. So enjoy the Supercross season. Merry Supercross is what I like to say. And uh, join us on our Rocky Mountain Fantasy. It's kind of a pick'em league uh, fantasy. Uh, join it. It's the the group name is capital B in Billings, comma, Mon- MT. So join that group and join us for a lot of fun. We'll be that's just a pick them you do every week. Let's have a good time. And if you have any questions or anything, please email me 406 MX podcast at gmail.com.